Hello, everyone. This is Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits and Plant Profits brought to you by Protus Global. Thank you all for joining us here today on uh, Plant Profits. I just want you all to know that my next guest, um, despite its size, being the smallest EU member state, Malta has succeeded in adapting and reinventing itself as one of Europe's most dynamic and innovative jurisdictions and has also built up a reputation as one of Europe's preferred locations for doing business. And that's the nature of our chat today as someone who's responsible for uh, getting Malta involved in business and obviously uh, in the business of cannabis on the medical cannabis side of the business. Uh, my guest today, I want you all to welcome Marion Zamid, the chief FDI specialist from Malta. And uh, I, I've been looking forward to this chat. I know we tried to schedule this a couple of times, and I'm glad that our, our calendars worked out that, that you're here with us today. Mary, now, so Malta, I think the first thing we should really do is, is make sure people actually know what, where this small, powerful place is, right, on the map. So why, why don't we do that? Tell, give sure. us a little geography lesson. Give us a little geography lesson. Well, geography was never one of my strongholds, but I do know where my where my country is located. So that's where I can go. So that's Malta good. is a very, very tiny island. It's located just between the the south uh, European con the, the the southern part of the European continent and North Africa. It's right between Italy and uh -huh. uh, and and Tunisia, basically, just a bit further down from Sicily. It's yeah. right in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. So to the, to the west, we have the Strait of Gibraltar. And to the east, we have basically the Middle East. So our position has always strategically placed us in, right in the middle of, of all the activity in the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, that's great. So that makes you a perfect candidate to be a conduit to all types of businesses, I would imagine. Indeed, indeed. Um, being right at the confluence of two major naval routes, that mm -hmm. coming from the Suez Canal and that coming from the Strait of Gibraltar, has made it such that Malta has always enjoyed um, a, a flourishing of economic activity and also influences both from Europe as well as from the North Africa and Middle Eastern continents. Right. Okay, that that's great. Now, and you're you're a densely populated. What do you have? What half a million, million people? Half a what, million. Half a million people. That, yes. That's that's amazing. <laughs> and um, and you guys are involved in in a powerful way in in many things. And we're going to talk about some of those today. But also, I want us to really get some bearings on you, right, uh, Marion? You are. A scientist, basically, aren't you? And that's your Indeed. background. You've gone through all of the rigor of uh, uh, training to be um, a scientist, and you actually worked in the pharma industry. 
Correct. Indeed. Um, so my first degree was uh, a degree in pure science and biology and chemistry. Yeah. And I have worked in pharmaceuticals for over a decade. I have worked okay. in the production aspect and the manufacturing aspect of pharmaceuticals, as well as in the sales and marketing aspect. Uh, that's great. So you've been in front and in the back of, exactly. of, uh, of the business, which rounds you out just perfectly. Now, so let's talk about uh, and, and just tell us about your journey from pharmaceutical to politics, because basically this this role that you have leading enterprise for your country, Malta, that's a political. I would say it's political, but it's commercial. Right. But it's it, yes. it's a political um, role. Tell us about um, so how you got from pharma to that. Yeah. So basically, at Malta Enterprise, I am responsible for foreign direct investment. So I'm the chief okay. officer for, for FDI. And that means that I, uh, I lead a team that together we identify niches and sectors for which Malta mm -hmm. has specific unique selling points and attract investment to our jurisdiction. Um, uh, this was kind of a natural evolution for me into this road. So after having worked for so many years in, in the private sector right. I, and having also a business education, um, this was the role that matched my skills perfectly. It was mm -hmm. like the role that I was always born to be doing in many ways than others. Um, my role is, other than political, let's say that it is of... Our role as multi enterprises of strategic national importance because okay. we are the government's agency responsible for economic development. Okay. So, as I was saying, we identify specific niches, specific sectors, and we grow them and make sure that we have the resources um, to grow them in uh, in our in our country. Obviously, if we are attracting a certain type of investment, we want to make sure that it's a win win situation both for Malta as a jurisdiction, as well as for the investor that is trusting us with, uh, with his money, his or her money, their ideas, mm -hmm. and their business, basically. Yeah. So that, that, that is, thanks for that explanation of your role and putting, putting it all in um, just a real uh, perspective. So when you look at you, you made a statement there, which I want to I want to go back to and I want to clearly define what you meant. Um, you said you basically I'm paraphrasing that you were born to do this. Right. And and so how has the pharmaceutical industry that you put your roots in served you in your role of bringing enterprise to Malta? So if we specifically focus on the medical cannabis sector, for instance. Okay. For us, that was an evolution of the pharmaceutical sector. Okay. So being able to understand exactly <clears throat> what uh, the investor is looking for, being mm -hmm. able to speak in the same language of the investor, being able to understand the processes, being able to understand the nature of the capital expenditure and um, eventually the nature of the operations. I think in order to establish trust with an investor, you need to speak that investor's language. Mm -hmm. Once uh, you manage to understand each other, then it's when you establish trust. Mm -hmm. An investor will never trust anyone who does not understand in the specific sector 
that you are uh, that, that that you are trying to attract so mm-hmm. i think having this background has helped a lot um in my in my relating to specific sectors be it medical cannabis being in the life sciences sector being it research and development not necessarily in the life sciences sector it's understanding the research process it's understanding what it takes to being able to market a product and take mm-hmm. a, a product from prototype to actual market I think having a background of all this has enabled me um, to do this role to the best of my abilities. Oh, that's great. Great explanation. Yeah. Um, now, your, um, your native language. Okay. Tell me about that. And, and, but you, you, what is the native language? So we have two national languages. Two. It's okay. Maltese and English. Okay. Um, so we learn English, having been a British colony for almost 100 years, if not over, yeah. um, that has enabled us to incorporate English in our day-to-day life. So all okay. business is conducted in English, all contracts are written in English, our legal Got system it. and our education system, they're all based on the British model. Okay. Nonetheless, we do have our own native language, which is Maltese. And Maltese is a very fascinating language because okay. it has Semitic origins, but mm-hmm. it's the only Semitic language which is written in Roman characters. Oh, really? And, and That's that embraces everything yeah. that Maltese is, basically. That is great. That is, that is awesome. I re- really appreciate that. Marion, we're going to come right back. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. My guest today is Marian Zamit. She is the chief FBI specialist from Malta. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Plant Profits. I am your host, Vern Davis. Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. Global. My guest today is Marion Zamit. She is the chief FBI specialist for Malta. Now, Marion, so you have some very Malta is a very it's intriguing. I must go now. I must I must visit. It's it's very intriguing. You have this this relatively small populated, densely populated island. It just uh, kind of strategically placed. Uh, in the world, and you, you guys are very powerful for your size. I would say uh, anybody would say that. So, what are some of the uh, besides the people? I mean, the people make the country, right? And so, besides the people, what else makes and the location? What makes Malta such um, an attractive partner for so many? businesses and industries like in, like medical cannabis? There are a number of factors and okay. uh, mostly we try to identify specific unique selling points, USPs for specific sectors. Okay. Malta, we're small, so we're not after the large business. We're more after identifying specific niches in which we can do very well. And okay. we do very well in specific sectors there are two major reasons. First and foremost, we have a highly skilled employee, um, employee pool that okay. we have built throughout the years. 
we have a very um, we we have english as our second language and that is a okay. huge advantage when conducting business but then there are even more specific advantages for instance sure. government support um in malta we have always enjoyed a very a very stable socio political climate there are no major upheavals when it comes to the socio economic um uh, climate in malta and the government has always been throughout the years very supportive um of businesses mm-hmm. for instance if i can just uh, if i can just use the example of what have we have all just been through covid um yes. during covid uh, the government has been very proactive in supporting businesses and uh, we have been able as malta enterprise to support both large as well as small and medium enterprises mm-hmm. by giving a very generous wage supplement to all employees in order to ensure okay. that no employees were laid off um being so small um policy makers are accessible mm-hmm. we are accessible we are nimble and we are quick acting so even when it comes to policy um policy can be changed amended in uh, what in comparison would uh, be a very long period in other jurisdictions being so small we can act very fast and that makes us very opportunistic so uh, once we identify an opportunity we can get all the parts of the machine um, to work very <laughs> uh, to work in a very concerted manner um in order in order to be able to make the best of the opportunities Oh that's that is uh that's terrific. Thanks for uh for that explanation. So let's talk about the journey of cannabis to Malta, right? So so how did it come about you know the medical cannabis industry because um it, it, it's been several years now you you made cannabis uh not illegal, correct? Indeed. Uh, so, several years ago and um and now you've 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 been part of creating this 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 big industry uh of medical cannabis what was the journey how did it all come about and how did malta get involved it started from um, it started from patients actually we wanted okay. to make cannabis easily accessible to patients okay and once uh, we realized that there was that need we saw as well an opportunity in it and seeing mm-hmm. that since we had such um, a long and uh, strong uh, foothold in the pharmaceutical sector in right. malta we have a very strong pharmaceutical cluster with all mm-hmm. the ancillary services around it we wanted to build on that and we said okay so why not attract medical cannabis producers and research in the sector to come right. to Malta so um in a matter of a few months we enacted legislation that allowed for the use of cannabis in the manufacturing of medical products as well as research purposes okay. and in april 2018 we had the legislation enacted Once we had the legislation the, ne- the next step was to attract the major players into Malta mm-hmm. to have their own facilities and produce cannabis um under pharmaceutical conditions and that the, the, there is no difference between producing a pharmaceutical product and a medical product in Malta basically the same standards are adhered to 
Okay. And we managed to attract quite a number of companies um, to start their their manufacturing in Malta. Could you list some of those partners that sure, you've? Uh, sure. Yeah. At the moment, sure. we have five licensed five licensed producers. I can okay. mention their name because all of them have rendered it public. Okay. Um, so I can divulge the names. Um, Materia is one of them. MPXI is another one. Panaxia is another one. Zen Farm and ASG. These are all companies that are now fully licensed to produce medical cannabis. Are they um, active? Is it actually happening? Are they actually manufacturing and producing? Yes, indeed. Product? In fact, um, uh, two of them have launched product on the local market already in okay. Malta. Um, but recently, a few weeks ago, we also had the first export into Germany. So in Germany, oh. there is Malta made, Malta manufactured medical cannabis products. Uh, that's a proud moment. That's awesome. Very that's proud great. Moment. So tell me about your role, because I, I want to understand, because, you know, what role you play in these successes. So tell us more about your involvement in some of these germane things. So first and foremost, my, my involvement was to get the word, word out there that Malta is, uh, is open for business in the sector. Um, uh, identifying the main players pitching mm -hmm. to the main players, giving them all the information about Malta, inviting them over to see with their eyes and touch mm -hmm. with their hands what is going on in Malta. And once uh, they are convinced of setting up an activity in Malta, we support them in actually establishing that activity. By, by supporting them, I mean hand-holding, um, walking all the way with them, understanding their challenges, liaising with other stakeholders to try and overcome barriers until we have finally seen them um, walking on their own, basically. So the role, is, uh, the role of Malta Enterprise goes all the way from conceiving of the sector, mm -hmm. attracting players to come and set up operations in that sector, and eventually see them implementing their projects and taking off. Oh, terrific. Terrific. So you, you, that's, that's a very um, important uh, a role that you're playing in making sure this happens. Now, would you say that if I was to go ask one of these companies about their experience in working with you and the Malta government, uh, what would they say? I think one thing that they would all say in common is access to stakeholders. Mm -hmm. I think to be in a country where you can just get your mobile and text Malta Enterprise, which is essentially government, right. and uh, they get on a call with you and they can discuss their problems and you can help them and support them in trying to solve these problems and overcome, the, overcome these barriers. Mm -hmm. I think that's quite unique. Yes. I, I would say, would you say that they would find that uh, they are able to actually, that Malta is a really um, smooth place, an easy place or an easier place than most places to conduct their business. Yes, indeed. Is that is that an innate part of your attraction to these businesses? Yes, because they yes. know that it will, it, the, the chances, when you can actually conduct your business uh, in a smoother way, the, the, the chances of you being successful goes up. 
I am not saying that there are no barriers and no challenges, but I think the fact that there is actually a channel of communication um, that can support you in addressing these challenges and facing these challenges, I think that is something that has helped us because, I mean, obviously people speak, businesses network, and word of mouth spreads. So I think that's definitely one of our strengths. Oh, that's great. That is that is awesome. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, Marion, and uh, we'll be uh, back shortly. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. My guest today is Marion Zamit. She is the chief FDI specialist uh, for Malta, and uh, we'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant uh, Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. My guest today, Marion Zamid. She is the chief FDI specialist for Malta. Look, um, Marion, this has been great, really bringing some understanding of the uh, advantages and the opportunities to do business in Malta and what you do uh, for that accord. Why don't you, you give us kind of a vision about what's what we can look forward to and 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 give us a, a sense of some of the things that you're excited about that you're bringing to Malta. Well, Malta at the moment is in a specific phase where we're more than anything attracting knowledge-based industry. So right. we're going for startups that bring innovation, that bring research. Whilst before we were focusing on companies in with experience in certain specific sectors. Now we're opening up to more startup activities because we Mm -hmm. believe that through startups, even though there are higher risks, but the the, the incentive of having innovation and research and being a bit more adventurous, so to speak, uh, opens Mm -hmm. up uh, um, a lot of opportunities. So it's a movement towards a more knowledge-based industry, towards more tech sectors, the application of artificial intelligence, the metaverse. We're opening up to all of those sectors. And in so doing, we are are creating and designing specific financial incentives and financial tools to help us support such activities. We uh, We have support measures that are specifically designed for startup activities, We have very generous um, R&D schemes, which go beyond what the EU um, offers. So Malta is an EU member state, which is a great um, USP. And from Mm -hmm. Malta, one can apply even for EU EU programs and EU support measures. But apart from those, Malta Enterprise, at Malta Enterprise, we have our own portfolio of incentives. And we have our own research incentives, which are very generous and very important. All this allows us to be in a position where we can attract startup activities, we can attract research, we can attract innovation, we can attract product and process development into Malta. And this is a horizontal that goes across all sectors, be it life sciences, being being it tech, being it uh, um, uh, the, the, the aviation industry, the green space, the blue space. And these are all areas that we are looking into. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. So tell me, how does 
uh, cannabis fit into that vision? Cannabis obviously fits perfectly into this vision because um, as we go along, we're seeing that even the cannabis world is becoming mm-hmm. much more tech-based. The cannabis world is going into precision medicine, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are all sectors which or niches which interest us a lot. We have some very interesting startup companies that are doing some very interesting things, looking into precision medicine, looking into new ways of cultivating cannabis mm-hmm. without actually cultivating it, for instance. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, all this for me is I'm very aware. exciting. The application Mm -hmm. of AI, for instance, to manage patient symptoms and patient feedback and try to get as much data from patients as much as possible. The creation of platforms for regulatory purposes or platforms for um, the, the movement of cannabis through supply chains. So all these are ancillary aspects of cannabis that we are very active in, in, in attracting into Malta. Oh, that's great. That's, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, there, there's some very exciting um, uh, times ahead for cannabis and uh, very interested and um, to hearing more about this from you because I, I was made aware a couple, three weeks ago, uh, we had a guest on the show and it was, it was really about uh, uh, making cannabis without the cultivate, you know, the cultivation taking uh, uh, really an ESG approach okay. to right to the to the business, and I, I think that's something that that you recognize as a is a could be a competitive uh, advantage and an opportunity for the environment. So I think that's great. That's that's very interesting. And look, uh, this is this has been a, a terrific conversation. Learning about Malta and all of the secret weapons you have and attracting businesses <laughs> to Malta, I think it's, uh, it's, it's great. You, you guys are so proactive, right? You're so proactive about business. You see it and then you, 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 you put Malta right in the middle of it. And I think that is, uh, that, that obviously is a big tribute to you, Marion. And so I, at the end of the day, I want to thank you for coming on Plant Profits and sharing this with us. And, and um, I think we all wish Malta the best. And I, we know that uh, Malta is in great hands with you at the head and chief of FDI. Uh, I think that is a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. So thank you, Marion. Thank uh, you, Vernon, for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm Vernon Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. And my guest today was Marion Zamid. She is the chief FDI specialist for Malta. And as you could hear here uh, on our show, she does an amazing job uh, at at what she, she does to make Malta an attractive place to do business of all sorts. And cannabis is right in the center of that. Uh, They are uh, leading the way in their geography and what is happening in the medical cannabis arena. Thank you all for joining us. You can download over a hundred of our past episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com, or you can subscribe to the show through wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and look for this particular show. Uh, and give us a five-star rating uh, when you go on and you have an opportunity to rate uh, the podcast. Uh, Plant Profits appreciates that. 
thoroughly. And then you can follow Protus Global through our social networks, including LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and all of the social media platforms. We are there. Finally, learn more about how we're building companies, how we're changing lives at ProtusGlobal.com. That's ProtusGlobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S-G-L-O-B-A-L.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.